See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. That scripture is coming from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15. So welcome back once again to another episode of my podcast, A Girl's Another Level. So can you guys guess from the clip that I'm about to play what profession we're going to be talking about today? Alright guys, thank you for tuning in to my podcast show, Girls on Another Level. I'm here to talk with Miss Milan today on being a publicist, alright? So if you're interested in tuning in to any information about being a publicist, stay tuned and listen in, okay? Hi Miss Milan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you for having me. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, <laughs> I can say a lot. So um, I'm 25 years old, I always start there. I turn 26 in September, so I'm a Virgo. So shout All out to right. Virgos. You know, I have to always put on the Virgos. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I do own the Management Public Relations Agency. I am the creator and founder of the Women's Entrepreneurs Branch, and then I have my own personal brand where I'm an author, a public speaker, um, event host workshop curator, and so many other things, and of course a YouTuber, I have Moments with Milan, and my podcast, so shout out to podcasting, Ooh. that's coming back in August, and it's called Your Bossiest Friend, the podcast, so that's me in a nutshell, like I said, I have so much more I could say about myself, but that's just who I am, because I'm an entrepreneur. And that's awesome, that's a lot of stuff that you have going on for yourself, so what exactly does a publicist do? So the primary function of a publicist is to gain your brand exposure between the media and the public. So your key public and the media, that's the primary function. Now, many publicists, they do many of things. Some do less. Um, me, I am that all-around publicist. So I focus on your media, I focus on your brand, I focus on your social media, I focus on your social impact, I focus on your business-to-business marketing, your B2C marketing, your peer-to-peer marketing. So I focus on all of those aspects and capabilities that fall under PR. So it just depends on the publicist or population practitioner that you encounter what they do but the primary function like i said is to gain exposure between the media and the public all right so i know you have multiple clients that you possibly deal with so how do you manage dealing with all of the things that they need to get done and also have a personal life as well oh uh, what personal life uh, <laughs> <laughs> my personal life definitely comes last like last 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 but as far as personal life i take self-care days so if you guys follow me on instagram you Because it was getting done, but it wasn't a healthy structure for me, sleep-wise. 
Got you. So just making sure that you're productive and actually sticking to something yeah, to get it done. Prioritize it. Really map it out because when you do have a high clientele and you have, you know, promised them as many hours that you want to work for them, you have to really look at the load. Like maybe sometimes you can't work on every client, you know, in one day. You have to put that one client here and then move everybody else here, but you have to prioritize it and map it out because you will wear yourself in. All right. So is it hard finding connections um, to get people into the right, you know, spotlights and promoting their social media and their brand? How's it dealing with that? Um, it's not hard. You just have to pay attention. I will say that it's not hard because social media, we put everything on social media. Yeah, that's we true. We put our social security numbers on social media if we thought it was safe. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> you know, we would just do anything when it comes down to that. But you just have to pay attention. Like this weekend, for example, is BT Awards weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going to these events. They're tagging different people. And as a publicist, I always think that you're really a stalker. <laughs> you know, your job is really to stalk. Right. Every time you're looking on, you're at the computer, you're looking at social media, you know, you're always trying to find something. So a lot of events that were happening during BBC Awards Week, and I didn't go this year. I sent my client, though. I was looking uh, at different social media pages, different events that were going on, and somebody would tag somebody, and I would go to that person's page, and it was like, oh, president of... Spotify or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, found you. Got, got you. That, got that, you know, put that aside. And so just connect. It's really just like that. Like, you just have to be able to research, be consistent with it, stay focused, and then the biggest piece is once you get that information, what you do with it. Because a lot of people don't know how to verbally communicate, and mm-hmm. they definitely don't know how to communicate when it comes to email. Yeah. So you have to know how to do both of those, because once it's time to reach out, you gotta reach out, you gotta introduce yourself. All right. So it's like knowing how to properly do that without coming off your asking for something right away. Because it's not how it works. You gotta build the relationship, but you just gotta get it first. Right. I understand, I understand. So what are some characteristics that you would see in a great publicist? Characteristics that you would see in a great publicist. That's yeah. a great question. Um, first one is being a communicator. They have to know how to communicate. Right. If your publicist is horrible at communicating with you, like as far as like articulating themselves, explaining what's going on, or sounding they they're educating what they're talking about, that's gonna be your biggest problem. Because if they don't sound like they're explaining what they're talking about, then when it comes down to other people, you're kinda like, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. right. So knowing how to do that. Um, very driven. I, as a publicist you have to I just said that you have to be driven. You have to know not even know, you have to be willing to get results no matter what. Just how for perfect example, media, and you see paparazzi. Paparazzi will hang from a 32-story building <laughs> and look through your window to get that picture just to, you know, sell it to a family. Because that's what they need that's and that's what they, what they, they want. <laughs> your pub, think about that when you're trying to find a juror public. Think about when they hang from a 32-story window to get me this interview. Think about that. Um, so you want them to definitely have that. And like I said, you want them to know how to write. They have to know how to write. You write press releases. You write pitches. Like, that's a huge thing. And then you want to know how they work with other people. So looking for their testimonies, trying to find people they work with. I know one of my old clients, they actually reached out to some of my old clients, asking them what their experience was like with me. Oh, wow. And I only know that because they sent the screenshot. They have a great rapport. So they're, like, sending it after they responded, like, you have a new client on the way. Like, oh, my gosh. You, know, you want that. You want those four things. I don't even have a fifth one. The fifth one is really the connection, actually. I take that back. The vibe the energy that you get when you first speak with this person. Is it somebody that you're already clicking with? Is their energy great? Are y'all vibing? Because at the end of the day, your publicist is like your best friend. You go commit murder, you're going to come to your publicist and be like, hey, this could be a real bad situation. What do we do? <laughs> so, you know, your publicist is your lawyer, you know, whatever spiritual figure you believe in. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> and that is the key right there. 
All right, so with your journey to becoming a publicist, what was your education route? Um, and what is usually the standard education requirements for this field? <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Bowie State University. I graduated um, class of 2015, okay. where I did get my um, bachelor's of science degree in public relations. That was my concentration. And then after that, like immediately after I graduated from Bowie, I started at the George Washington University where I graduated class in 2017, where I obtained my strategic public relations degree. And that was a master's of professional studies degree. So that's what I chose to do. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> but I know a lot of publicists who aren't even public relations majors. They were like philosophy, um, journalism, uh, psychology, sociology, like things like that. So I know a lot of people who didn't even go to school to get their degree in public relations. But I will say, if I can take it back what I know, because I learned a lot of things that I didn't know that they don't know. And it's not to discredit them as publicists, you know, of course, but it's All just right. like certain things like when it comes down to a press release format. And George Washington, they were so strict on using PR writing. And that's something that the world doesn't teach you. All right. You have to hear about it and find the textbooks to learn about it. But PR writing is a real thing. Like, the dates are not fully written out. So you'll put J-U-N dot for June. Okay, yeah. Instead of typing June out fully. Right. And that's so interesting. Just little things. Yeah, it's, it's little things. And granted, I am in corporate and entertainment PR, but I started out just in entertainment. So what one thinks is not important in entertainment, if you ever want to do that crossover or you're trying to make a corporate partnership for your entertainment client, that PR writing does become substantial because they they, they look for that. Yeah. So, yeah, the education is great. Um, and it's, well, I will say this. If you are looking to be in corporate America and working a nine-to-five, like, you know, you don't want to be an entrepreneur, then, yes, the education piece is important. So I would look at that before you even finish school because a lot of times they're like, oh, no, you need a master's degree. Like, Edelman Public Relations Agency, they're with their strategic communications, I'm sorry, but they do practice PR. They want you to have a master's degree and, like, six years of experience. So you have to look at that, you know, if you're really looking to be in that field and not have that entrepreneurship experience. So it just varies. Just do your research is basically what I'm here. You need yeah, to know what you're getting into. Like I said, I have entertainment publicist friends who do not have a degree in PR, and they're very, very successful. But then you have people who want to go in the corporate world and have just had a bachelor's degree, and they're getting told no left and right until they get that master's degree. Gotcha. So it's case by case on where you want to go with PR. All right, so y'all listening? Do your research, okay? Don't be out here looking crazy, okay? If this is something that you really want to do, pay attention to the advice that she's giving, okay? Because she's on her stuff, all right? Y'all heard all the stuff she's doing, okay? So, is it really hard being a woman in this field? This is a Caucasian woman industry. Okay. So, no, it's not hard as a woman. Right. Um, as a black woman. <laughs> it is. It's difficult. Yes and no. How do you get through it? Yes and no, because... I think it's probably harder, if, again, if you're in corporate America at that nine to five. It would gotcha. be harder for African-American women. But in entertainment... You're kind of free to just... Beyonce's publicist is a black woman. That's right. Drake's publicist is a white woman. That that tells a difference, you right? Know, it's like a there. Like, it's, yeah, it can be hard, but then in entertainment, I feel like entertainment is more of a leeway. You will see a lot of more... You'll see a lot of black entertainment publicists versus white. And that's 
quite understandable. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. The demographics, you know. Yeah, you're you're more inclined to see that than flip the script and you have the suit and heels all day. You may see this white woman at the head of the table running the communications department at a corporate company or franchise or Fortune 500, whichever one. But yeah, so I mean, I think it's, it's case by case, but this is a white woman industry all in total. So do you have any goals that you're looking forward to in the upcoming year? Any goals in the upcoming year? I always have goals. Um, definitely taking on more corporate because we just introduced our corporate sector last month. So definitely really laying off on entertainment, not fully, like not to, you know, the complete entirety, but to the, right. to the point where I have corporate and entertainment on an equal level. Gotcha. Because right now I have just like entertainment, entertainment, it's entertainment. It's just rolling in. It's <laughs> rolling in, but I definitely want to fix that up to where we are bringing in that corporate money. Because to be honest, guys, entertainment is great, but unless you are Yvette, Beyonce's publicist, okay. you're going to just be working. <laughs> you know, unless you have like one of those clients, it's like you, every, everybody in PR, this entertainment PR, wants that one, just one client. <laughs> just stick with it. Just, just one client. <laughs> Nice, yes, and I'm gonna be there tuning in every week. That's a good five episodes. It's just gonna be sitting there. I definitely want to do that. That's the goal. Um, And just expanding. I think that's always the goal in every aspect with business. It's just always expanding and coming up with new, innovative, and creative ways to grow your business. Now, I do have one question. Yes. What's the number one mistake people make when they're trying to get into this career? Into this career or into entrepreneurship in general? Well, you can expand on both. <laughs> we just talked about this last night in my PR group chat. That's why I laughed. <laughs> the one thing about this career field and path that people mess up, they jump too soon. They have no idea what they're doing. Like, you can't work at an internship, be fired, and then start your own. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Like, you were fired for a reason. And then when it comes down and somebody's like asking your experience and you're like, oh yeah, I interned for these two companies. And in your mind, you know you were fired from one of these two. Right. So technically, did you really have two experiences <laughs> you had one? And then you just started your whole company. I think that's like the biggest mistake that they make because then you don't, you don't know. You don't know what you're doing. You don't even really know what you're offering as a service. You do know how to do that service. What right. You, you know, what are, like when you're saying these things and you're offering the service, like, okay, one of ours is red carpet securement and, and um, escorting. Mm-hmm. I've worked at Red Carpet before. I'm capable of exporting you on a Red Carpet. Right. You know, I can do this at my own events and events I've taken my clients to or my friends have needed volunteers. And I'm like, well, you might as well not bring an intern and just bring your friends and right. do this, you know. So we have that experience. So if you're offering this and you're a new publicist coming into the game and you're like, oh, yeah, I have this experience. No, you don't. You if don't. you've never done it, you can't offer it. So I think that's the biggest thing is opening your mouth too soon. I can totally agree with that. Like, that's the worst thing. Entrepreneurship, I think, now since it's this whole trend and it's a bad yeah i've noticed that a lot everybody wants to start a business everybody wants to jump in do brands all that stuff like that and don't know what they're getting into i think the biggest thing with that like you said you don't know what you're getting into 
You didn't take the time to research. You don't have a business plan. You don't have your pillars. You don't even know your brand's identity. Right. You just see it and you think, got it. Boom. Got this idea. We're going to go with it. This is how I think it needs to be done. No, I think we lack patience. I think that's the biggest thing, lacking patience and actual knowledge and taking the time. You have to have patience, knowledge, and the time to understand what's happening. You can't, a business isn't made overnight. Mine's was made in five days, but that wasn't overnight. I just happened to be up at night overnight (laughs) building it. But it didn't happen on June um, 20th and then it was started June 21st. It didn't right. like that, you know. So it's just taking the time. And I wasn't perfect when I started the entrepreneurship journey. Like, it's still things where I have to go back now, you know, and do over because I didn't know at the time. Everything, every day is a learning. You're learning it's something. Learning. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely learning. So, what I know now, I saw always encourage people make sure you got your business plan, make sure you got your pillars, make sure this is done, you know, because you'll be here four or five years later and you'll be like, oh, wait, I didn't do that. Now let me go back. Right. You know, so, yeah. And I think now with a lot of people starting brands and all these businesses, I think it's become a competitive thing now where people don't even take the time to fully, like you said before, make sure that everything is okay. And I just want people to know, especially young girls that's listening to this, it's not about competition because somebody who can bring something out two weeks, their stuff may not be the best, but if you actually take the time to plan out things, make sure things are going smoothly, then that'll work. Also, to me, you know, I'm spiritual like we talked about before, so always keeping God first, you know, making sure that things go, because without Him, none of this is going to be possible. So I just want people to understand that are listening to this, that that's really what's important. Don't worry about so-and-so on Instagram who just came out with a new video or something like that. Like you do things for you, not to impress other people. You don't have to be the main person coming out to show that you can do this and do it better because most people who are trying to get all that attention are not getting the right attention. So I just want you guys to understand that, that are listening. And I really appreciate the advice that you've been giving. So is there anything else that you would like to add before we close? No, that's all. Just be strategic in everything that you do. My favorite book um, is actually Jump by Steve Harvey. And he talks about how he jumped, but he knew what he was doing, basically. Like, mm. he didn't just jump. Like, yeah, you jump sometimes, but you're just out there. But be prepared right. is the thing. Like, people jump. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to up, quit my job and move to California. It don't work like that. But you, you <laughs> left and you had, like, I think Taraji was the perfect example. She had $500 in her account. Mm-hmm. And she moved with that 500 But it was strategic. Because she, she knew what she wanted she to do. She knew what she wanted to do. She didn't just leave with zero dollars. She had 500 And I know people are like, well, that's no money to live in California. But we got to think at the time she moved to, to yeah. California. She didn't move with current day to California with $500. <laughs> that $500 so is okay. That made sense. Mm-hmm. But I said that to say, don't move to California now with $500 and think that everything is going to be okay. Unless you're willing to get there and you know exactly what you're doing. You're hitting your grind. You're doing these things that are going to get you to the next level, you know. So just be strategic when you're jumping. Really think about the things that you want to do and take the time. And whoever, whatever spiritual being, religious, whatever religion that you have, really leave that in that hands. Because that's what's going to guide you. I give everything to God. I'm like, listen, this is above me. Right. <laughs> and it's God. So you have to give it to whoever you believe in and just understand that faith without work is dead. So that's true. you have faith, you have to work for it too. Don't just think that you can sit there and be like, God, <laughs> make me help me get this job and you go to sleep and sleep all day. And just expect for it to just come overnight. It don't work like that. Yeah, it don't work like that. So just jump, be strategic, and work for what you want. And all things will come into fruition.
All right, so for the viewers that are listening, did you want to shout out your Instagram, your Twitter, any social media that you have? You guys can follow me on my Instagram at the Milan Mobley, and that's T H E E M I L A N M O B L E Y. The same thing on Twitter, and my Facebook is Milan Mobley. All right, and last thing before we go, I have this wonderful jar right here, and it is filled with a lot of inspirational quotes. So I wanted you to pick from the jar and read it aloud just to inspire you before we go and other people that are listening. Okay, I'm shaking it up, guys. This is my favorite, the ACMR. Right. So thanks to that lovely quote. And we are tuning out. So make sure you guys tune in for the next upcoming episodes. All right, guys. So, of course, I have to do the business spotlight. And this week, the shout-out is going to go to a whole group of people, okay? These individuals have definitely paved the way for young adults to, you know, just let loose, talk about things that's going on in life. So the business spotlight this week is going to go to BWBM. That stands for Black Women, Black Men. So, shout out to Lauren, Brenton, Ken, Jessica, Jamel, Michael, all of you guys that are connected with Black Women, Black Men. I just want to give you guys a shout out. I personally got to work with them behind the scenes for their season two of We Need to Talk. So when that comes out, you guys need to check that out. It's pretty good. And I firsthand can tell you guys that the content that they bring out is simply just starting conversation amongst us young black adults. So the guests that appear on there, they keep it 100% real and they really focus on topics that need to be discussed, you know, in the black community more. So this shout out is going to go to you guys. You guys keep working hard. I'm proud to be a part of season two. I'm ready for that to come out. And if you guys are interested in seeing the first season of We Need to Talk, then you can check out their Instagram page at BWBM Network. And once again, shout out to you guys and congratulations on all of your success and hard work. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girls on Another Level. And I'm tuning out. So catch you the next episode.